1: Hey, 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 I'm doing interpretive dance as I say that. So hey, somber, Mandra. so somber, it's <laughs> going know, on, so deep. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, I can't wait to share some big news I have coming up and it's kept me in meetings for the last two days, like from morning till night, um, but so it just has me a little tired, Not, not, not newborn baby tired, but tired yeah, thank you for that. What do you mean? I'm fresh <laughs> as a daisy. Thank you to
0: the listener who sent me a message like, man, my, my newborn sleeping for six hours at a stretch, just, you know, eight weeks, eight weeks old. I'm like, yay, good for you. Thank you. So helpful. <laughs> oh, God, no, people have been sending me really sweet messages. Thank you guys so much. You know, what has been saving me throughout this newborn phase, which is just for me, hell on earth, because my baby does not sleep. Um, long stretches at night so I'm up all night long but what's been saving me is actually I've never been a Redditor but there is a subreddit for new moms out there or any mom really called it's called beyond the bump and it's such a pot I usually think of Redditors as like a bunch of dudes I don't know trying to trying to like compete for the wittiest comment or meme or whatever but this is like a little um a little like a uh, magical place on Reddit where it's all positive energy from from moms kind of sharing tips and advice some dads too so I would highly recommend it. I, I'm i on there constantly, like 3, 4 in the morning, just looking for the strength I need to go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for teasing us your big news. I know. We'll have to wait, I guess.
1: Yeah, something new I haven't done before. So, you know, we're, I'm waiting to see, like, you know, how it all goes out. And I think it's honestly going to be the process is very interesting and I've never been through it before. And I think just a lot of – um folks in business and stuff would, would find the process fascinating. So I want to wait until the process is complete and then I'll share all the deets so we can all learn together because I'm learning for the first time too. All right, fine.
0: Well, what can you tell us?
1: <laughs> I can tell you that it will, it, it will expand the band, the brand exponentially.
0: Okay. That's still just as annoying. So I'll tell you guys about my um, day yesterday because <laughs> I know you want to hear so one of, the, one of the things I haven't done yet is drive with the baby. And in order to have a real normal life again, you kind of need a car out here in the burbs. So yesterday for the first time, I took Munchkin, um, you know, very appropriately to my one of a, uh, my visits at my OB. And of course, listen, I didn't it wasn't ideal to take a newborn to, you know, my OB's uh, office. But I will say if you're going to be a struggling mom with no help, there's no safer place than at your OBGYN's office because the nurses were so nice. And when he started to cry his face off, I needed to nurse in a random room. They put me in there. I had to hold him through my entire exam. No kidding. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to tell that story at his wedding one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was an experience. A 15 minute appointment in the past took me an hour and a half. Um, but we survived. And today I went to the dentist. So, you know, I'm getting out there.
1: It's happening. Aw. Scratching and surviving. Good times.
0: <laughs> yeah. The holy grail for me though is Trader Joe's. When I can get back there, that is when I will feel like okay, I've I i i I'm assembling the pieces of old Your Mandy. Life? Yes.
1: <laughs> when do you when do you go back to work?
0: I've got um oh god, don't make me think about it. Five or six more weeks. I'm about halfway through the twelve week um maternity leave and the good thing about my job is I think I um, I have a, I have some clout and I have some seniority and I think I'll be able to come up with a schedule that works for me. I just, I'm, I'm stressing about what that schedule will look like or not stressing, but just there's infinite possibilities for what my schedule could look like, um, how much I'll spend in the office versus working remote, getting a nanny versus doing like daycare and all those questions I've got to figure out
1: pretty soon. So yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's complicated for sure. So I'm actually I'm hiring a new um, company for um, the project that I'm I'm working on, and they're not that responsive. And I'm like, is it me? So they were supposed to send me a contract on a Monday, um, but they were like, you know, do you mind if we send it on Friday because we want to do more of a deep dive? I said, no problem. Friday came and left. I didn't get the contract, so I messaged them. I pinged them like on saturday sunday they're like oh you didn't get it and i'm like mm, our email's not going through so they quote unquote resend but i've done that before when i'm like <laughs> it's
0: 2020 listen you guys emails send
1: yes. <laughs> they don't get stuck and in so, outbox anymore for real like oh i'm resending mm-hmm. i'm like resending really because this doesn't look like a forward this looks like an original send. What whatevs so then i gave some feedback like, love would love to jump on the phone that was two days ago and i'm like the what i require like what they're going to do for me it's going to require them to be responsive and honestly, but they, they come so highly like rated and I just, I'm trying to figure out if I should give them another chance or if I should just, uh, you know, do it myself because I'm, I'm like nervous because like I said, they come super highly rated, but maybe they're honestly, maybe, maybe they just have too much on their plate and they're not going to be able to manage what I need from them because my concern is, is that this is how it is now. I'm going to, I need you to be present. And I'm like, damn, I haven't even given you my money yet. So, and it's not a little bit of money for what they do. So, uh, I'm like, it's hard sometimes to find like um, good like um, contractors to to work with um, because even if they do a great job, sometimes because they're so good, they they have I guess a lot of clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are just kind of like, well, where do I fall on the level of importance? And maybe I don't. So I don't know. I don't. I'm I'm because I like the the founder of the company. She seems like really great and awesome, but I wouldn't be working necessarily directly with her. She has a team. Like I said, the team Mm -hmm. has not been that responsive. And I hate hitting up the founder, like on IG, which is what I've been doing. Like, hey, did they send us out? On IG? Wait, what's the service? Can you say? Like, what's the job? No, because I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany, Tiffany, you're
0: being so cagey tonight.
1: I know I am, but I think (laughs) think she's going to be like, Oh, but I'm just like, she's super responsive. Girl, she
0: knows that she's listening right now. She knows who <laughs> yeah. you know who you are. But you know, what's, that, just, what's that quote though? If people show you who they are, you know, resp- expect that know. the first, whatever, you know what I'm trying to say. If they show you who they are, believe them the first time that, that is. Yeah.
1: I'm just like, what's happening? And I'm just like, yeah, like I said, I'm you know, and maybe I'll just be honest. That's always the best. I think I'm just maybe I'll just hit her on. I do like, hey, just a little concerned because there seems to be lack of like follow up. Mm-hmm. That's been happening and am, am I just not getting emails, which I'm like, I don't think so because I haven't had problems before. So yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. I'm like, I've been waiting, you know, and the, like my project is going to require, so it's for, it's for Molly Moore, the project that I'm going to hire them for. And my project is going to require like, you know, people who are going to be present and I'm concerned that that's not what's going to happen here. So I'm debating if I should just like, you know, give them another chance, but I would hate to pay a ton of money only to be pissed.
0: You know, uh, yeah, you, you're you a smart businesswoman. You know what to do. I also think the way she responds to your message will tell you everything you need to know about yeah, moving so, forward with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to hit her, hit her up uh, just on my, my last IG tap tap and just express my concern and be like, maybe now's not a good time. Maybe you guys are a little bit busy, um, but it sucks because I was kind of like I stopped interviewing other people because they were so they seem so awesome. And now if I don't use them. Then that means I'm kind of freaking on my own when it comes to this, which is not what I wanted. I mean, I can do it, but who wants to add another ten thousand things to your plate? Uh, people just do the thing people hire you for, especially if you're expensive.
0: hmm I mean, yeah. just live up to your own live up to your own hype.
1: Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I suspect she does, but sometimes you don't even realize that your team is not. I mean, I know that's happened with me that you're expecting that your team that your team is doing what they're supposed to do. And they're not, um, they might be telling you otherwise, like, I did send it, you know, or like, I did reach out. I haven't heard back from them. And I hate to, like, I always think that whenever I think that someone hasn't um, um, done what they're supposed to do, I try not to leave with that. Instead, I usually leave with a question, like, hey, was this sent? Because I didn't see it, just in case. And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, this is not a forward, this is a send. And how randomly that my my email didn't block you the second time. How, how well does that work out? So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Lord, the life of <laughs> it. Right some days I'm like, I just want to go to sleep.
0: Well, do you want some news about our show and how we are also looking for a contractor? Because yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah, told yeah, you. Yeah, you know, we're looking, it's been, it's been four and a half years, five years almost, we're in our fifth season, I decided it's time for us to grow up and get a a big girl um, podcast editor and uh, someone to do the part of the show that I've been doing for all these years, Tiffany, um, if that's okay with you, because like, people, people were surprised we had a show last week. And you know what, so was I, I don't know how I found time to edit it. Um, and I'm not trying to pretend like I have all the time in the world or be a superhero because it was hard. And like, I have to edit tonight's show, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh,
1: I know, I know. I was thinking that. I was like, "Mandra, we could totally take a longer break."
0: But Yes, listen. Yeah, so... January sounded so far away in November.
1: I was like, <laughs> no.
0: surely by January, I will have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I was, uh, all man. the parents were like. Why didn't no yeah. one warn me? You guys sending me messages about your your parenting woes. Why didn't you tell me it was too soon?
1: They did. I said. I even said. I'm like, Mandy. I don't have a baby, but I'm pretty sure a month is not going to be enough time. Um. Fine. So yes.
0: Well, thank. We- thankfully, our show is just you and I talking. You know. So it could. If it were a bigger deal, for sure. But so what I did is there's actually a great. If you guys have a podcast or know someone who does, there's a um a Facebook group called She Podcast, which I've always lurked on but it's a bunch of podcasters sharing tips. So I posted there to see if there's any great editors and I've got a dozen to sort through. Um, but hopefully that, and I'm hoping it will also help because there's some things that you guys have been asking for, like transcriptions of the show, um, you know, putting the show on different streaming services that aren't the big ones, like iTunes and Spotify. And if we find a good editing service then they can do that for us, because honestly it's not that we don't want to, it's that I don't have the bandwidth to do it. And, um, this should have happened a long time ago, so we're we're gonna we're gonna make it happen for you guys, and for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, I love that. Girl so good, yay! Up. Putting our big podcast girl pants on, <laughs> and not the raggedy pants, the nice mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we have questions? Okay. I know we have been out of the loop for a little while, so I'm sure questions have started to pile up.
0: Of course we do. I'm going to hit up Instagram, but let's take a quick break first. When we come back, we will tackle some interesting questions about credit and student loan debt, as we always do. Come right back here. Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.
1: (laughs) And now it's time to say hello to all our questions. Q u e s t i o and
0: ask this fellow right yeah, What's with the? Come on, you're switching up the tunes now. That's for Brown Boost, Brown Break, that Mickey Mouse club theme. I'm so
1: loopy. I'm like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. So, I do not know how you moms do it. So I can't imagine doing all of this and then coming home
0: to like a baby. Oh, whoo I haven't even gotten there. I just le- don't leave. <laughs> yeah, my, my big adventure today to the dentist took 45 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> And that's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, do we have any interesting questions in the question box? We do
0: indeed. You guys know you can hit us up on Instagram. We're at Brown Ambition Podcast on the gram. Send us a DM with your question. Try to be succinct as possible because, you know, my phone screen's not that big. And you can also hit us up at our email address, Podcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website, Podcast.com. <laughs> First question comes from our listener named Sandy, actually. She says, I am 24 years old living in Atlanta. I recently decided that I want to purchase a home within the next year. I currently have $2,000 in credit card debt and $20,000 in student loan debt that's currently in forbearance. I've done a little bit of research about loan and grant programs and think that I would possibly qualify for a few. But would you suggest that I wait and take care of my debt before reaching out to lenders and starting the process? Or would I be okay by starting now and continuing continuing to pay what I owe on my debts? What should be the first step?
1: Hey, Sandy. So honestly, I think a lot of people think that like, well, and it does happen that you kind of like jump into the home buying process like money first, but I think you should start the process. But I like to start with the education process first, right? Mandy, I would suggest like a first time home buyers course. Um, I would suggest doing a little neighborhood research. So while you're paying off that debt, by the time you kind of do those things, you might have paid off, not the student loan debt, because that's going to take longer, but definitely the credit card debt. So I would start the process, but I would start what I call the pre-process, which is like like stalking Realtor. dot com and like driving through neighborhoods you're interested in and like taking a fir- first time homebuyer's course and looking into NACA and maybe taking a NACA cl- NACA class. So that's gonna take up eat up a, a couple of months and and um and then actively paying down that debt. That's where I would start first before even kind of like reaching out to lenders figuring out kind of what you want where do you want to live and and um and what other steps are do you need to take for home ownership because it's not just a down payment you know there're closing costs and There are other fees that you're, you're like closing, uh, uh, what are the other fees? Like, well, closing costs includes all of them, but you'd have to get like a, um, an inspector and an attorney and maybe a closing agent. So you might even start looking into like getting those folks before you step out or at least starting to research who you might want to use. So I would say do the pre-work and pay down that debt. Yeah. And of course,
0: when you take those, when you do like preliminary research on the home buying process, you'll learn about debt to income ratio and how important it is to have as little debt as possible because lenders will look at, you know, how much debt does Sandy have versus her income each month? And then adding a mortgage on top of that, what would that make her debt to income ratio look like? And they have a specific range they're looking for most lenders. And that's one of the quickest ways you can get um, uh, declined if you're going for like a conventional mortgage, a conventional mortgage. Now, you mentioned loan and grant programs. I can definitely hook you up with a list of first-time ho- homebuyer programs. Um, there's a bunch of different ones um, out there. Even the FHA loan program is good, not just for first-time homebuyers, but if you have you know, um, poor, not great credit or if you have not a huge down payment, this is one of the options um, that might work for you. With your student loan debt, that's that's a common question. You know, Will student loan debt hurt my chances of getting a mortgage? You know, it, it, again, it's relative to your income, um, but I think that generally lenders will look a little bit differently at student loan debt than they will, federal student loan debt than they will, um, you know, a bunch of high interest credit card debt. So if you get that under control, that would be a really good first step.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So I wouldn't rush, rush, rush into the money component just quite yet, but, you know, certainly start to, to gather and get yourself together. first time homebuyer class, it was everything when I, when I was looking to buy a house um the the first time you, you just learn so many things you didn't think of like what i gotta do that too what i should look at you know what taxes are in the neighborhood uh, uh. so you can never have too much education before you buy a house
0: okay sandy thank you for your question let's move along and take a question from another instagram listener Let's call her Carrie because I cannot pronounce her Instagram handle. Okay. (laughs) She says, hey, Mandy and Tiffany, I'm going to make this as short as I can. Thank you. I just got my first credit card and I have a question about my balance. Let's say I spend 30% in the first week and I want to pay the whole amount by the day it's due, but I want to pay a little by little. Let's say my balance is $300. Is it okay if I put $100 every week or is it better if I just make one payment of $300?
1: Good question. Yes. you're the credit queen, Tiff. Well, it doesn't make any. It doesn't make a difference if you split up your, you know, what your balances at. It, it as long as you paid off. It it probably would quite honestly be easier just to pay it off in one lump sum. Um, but it's not like you're. They're going to look at your. Your payoff as oh you made multiple payments this is this is better for your credit score, it just actually might be a little bit more confusing for you unless you're saying that you want to pay a hundred dollars a week because let's just say you get paid weekly and you don't want that hundred dollars sitting around in your bank account with the temptation of spending it then I can understand that so it doesn't hurt and it doesn't help it's kind of like you know it's indifferent w- whatever works best for you but just paying off that three hundred dollars is ideal and key
0: yeah and one thing people that can be hard to get is it's important to pay your credit card balance once your statement has generated Yes. so once your bank has clocked how much you have on your credit card and they've sent you your bill that's when it's important to make your payment not before because let's say you want to be way ahead of the game and you know you run up your credit card you know you spend 300 bucks at the store and then you go home and immediately pay it off before your statement's generated your bank is going to then show that you have a zero dollar balance and that By giving the bank a chance to clock the fact that you have debt and then you make a payment that pays it off, that is sending really valuable information to the credit bureaus that will impact your score in a meaningful way because it shows them, oh, you can get debt and then you can pay it off. So with $300 on your card, let's say it's before your statements come, let the balance, let this balance generate, let your statement come. And then if you want to chip away at it 100 bucks at a time, you usually have, you know, a few weeks before you have to pay your bill that's fine. Um, The key is just to do it once your statement balance has um, been clocked by the bank and you've been sent your bill. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. These are great questions. Yes, ma'am. All right, guys. Thank you so much for your questions. Again, we're Bren Ambition Podcast on the gram. Um, Also, Bren Ambition Podcast at gmail.com my baby is crying in the background and you know what I could pause and re-record it but y'all know what it is I <laughs> am home with the newborn so deal with it
1: <laughs> it's fine I don't mind I'm just you a, go ahead and cry Rio just a working mom <laughs> Now it's time to boost a break for all our family. Even though I'm so tired, I'm gonna boost Mandy. Uh, no, honestly, um, I'm excited. I am going to boost. What am I gonna boost? I had the boost, and of course, my old lady brain lost boost. Um, oh, Oh, you know what? I'm gonna boost you guys. Brown ambition fam. Oh my gosh. So you know how like I mentioned um, Molly Moore on the last podcast, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I posted a picture just as a test, and but I'm gonna take it down. So I totally didn't take it down, and I I, told, I totally forgot. And then when I head over headed, like head over to her um her Instagram page, why are there 250 likes? I mean, 250 followers already. I mean, I, I you know at the time I think I had like I don't know like 20 or something like that. And I was like, oh, so I just wanted to say thank you guys so much that, so, you know, it just kind of made my day because I, I, um, her, her Instagram is not on my phone. And so I just happened to like try to log in and I was like, how do these people find? Oh, and I saw people listeners say, oh, I came from Bonavision. I love it. She looks so cute. So, yeah, I just want to boost you guys for already being super supportive and and some of you guys asked me, you know, when um, and I don't even know if I mentioned that I'm going to be doing a Kickstarter for her in, in, in February because um, so many parents hit me up and ask me about um, financial education for their kids. And um, I really want to develop like curriculum starting with the youngest, which is preschool and kindergarten and then elementary school, the middle school. And um, I want to hire other um financial educators to write curriculum that we can then give away for free to y'all, to schools, to nonprofits, to community organizations. And, you know, I because I, I think that financial education, honestly, should be a basic deliverable for, for all children, um, because then we wouldn't be the adults we are now trying to figure it out. And so I want to do a Kickstarter to, to raise money um, to do so, but then also, too, to raise money to then donate um, at least a thousand Molly Moore books to children in underserved communities. Because after doing some research, I really found that the access to books in low income neighborhood is abysmal. Sometimes it's upwards of 80% of children do not have access to quality books. And so it's just sad. So I was just like, you know what? If I can bring awareness through a Kickstarter, and then not only just that, if you're a parent and you're like, ah, I want to teach my kid about money, then you know you have a place to go where you can have this free education um, and availability to that education, whether it's at your kid's school or your local library or online um, through Molly Moore. So I just want to say thank y'all. And when the Kickstarter drops, I'll I'll let everyone know. But I just want to boost and just say you guys have always been um, so supportive, and I just Thank you for continuing to be supportive. And you guys are the bestest. If you're like, what's Molly Moore? It's just a, a children's book that I wrote. And um, her her um, Instagram tag is at M-A-L-I underscore more M-O-R-E. If you do want to see how cute and chocolatey she is with her little 4C afro. Um, yeah, just continue to support. And when we rock out, Rio, I'm going to send baby Rio a book because, you know, it's for boys, too. And um, yeah, <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, So yeah, so thank you guys. That's my boost.
0: At Molly underscore more. Got it. I'm not going to lie. I forgot, but I'm going to go like it now. (laughs) I'm going to go like it now, I promise. All right. I'm going to do a quick boost too. So I don't know if it's just because I am, you know, uh, under completely just you know exhausted and sleep deprived but you know it makes you cry a little bit more than usual <clears throat> not that i cry oh. <laughs> of course not um but blackish had me so in my feelings this week they did the hair episode um i'm so, and as i was watching it i realized i'm like why haven't they done i can't believe it took them this long to do an episode all about um uh, a hair salon experience but they did such a beautiful job um with their episode if you guys haven't watched it yet Hit up Hulu, check out Blackish's episode. Because honestly, I guess I was in my feelings because it was this episode of Blackish where basically Diane, who's the she's a tween now on the show, Marseille Martin, who is just um, divine and awesome, um is she is going to the hair salon with Bo, her mom, and it's basically like, what is this experience like? It's wash day and diane is trying to decide whether or not she should continue getting a relaxer and then she goes to the salon and all the other options present, present themselves to her like should she get locked should she get braced should she go natural should she do the big chop and she gets really overwhelmed and i felt so and it's funny because she's like 12 and i'm like 32 and i felt so seen <laughs> um <laughs> And I guess I got in my feelings because I feel like it is such a good time to be a black girl, like mm-hmm. with Instagram and with. And I know there's such a long way. We were just reading article. I was just reading an article about how Oscars nominees are all white again and yada, yada. We have such a long way to go. But you can't deny there is so much content out there for little girls and boys of color to really see themselves yeah. um represented and to see the stories that matter to them and I i mean my little baby girl self ripping my roots out and getting my hair scalded at the salon and my mom ripping my hair out and trying to do just for me relaxer not knowing what she was doing <laughs> like I mean it just it means a lot and I feel like the struggle that we all went through black women millennials even gen x um and older you know really just we're, we're coming into it now the last like five ten years have been the the movement of you know, get rid of the creamy crack and embrace your natural hairstyle or embrace whatever you want to embrace, you know, the beauty of black hair. And, you know, you don't have to wait until your twenties and thirties and forties. Now you can, you can see so much representation of all different beautiful hairstyles celebrated on social media and in, in, in pop culture right now for young girls. And I just, they just don't know how good they have it. I hope, they, I hope that they do. Um, no, you're was right. A great
1: episode because we can reach directly to to the audience now it's like you don't because you're right to your point i didn't even when i went natural in my 20s i mean literally there were people stopping me in the street like in awe like what is that i'm like my afro because it was like <laughs> you know it mm-hmm. wasn't it was just like oh you didn't really see it and now i mean there's just so many ways to show up and, and you know if you want a perm if you want dreads if you want natural if you there's just so many ways to see just how beautiful and different you can be. So yeah, it's a it, it is a great time to be um, black and to be woman and to be powerful because you can you know you can show up in just so many beautiful ways and and it's not you're not an oddity you know and so yay 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 for the times we live in yay for black girl magic
0: yes and yay for Black Ocean and all that they do because their show I hope it stays around forever it is it's everything and all the spinoffs and stuff are, are amazing.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that was an interesting, um, <laughs> episode complete with baby cries and, and tiredness. And I don't know, I think that Listen, we're back. You guys have a show. Yeah. You have a show. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but I honestly, I can't wait to share some like, you know, great news with y'all. You know, I, I, like honestly, I, I don't share as much on social media as I, I used to. I don't know. I just haven't been as into social media as I used to. Someone asked me the other day if I was okay, and I was like, "Why?" She's like, "Yeah, I don't post on social." I was like, "You know what? You're right. You know why? Hardly enough, I've been like living life in real time." I think
0: that's a good sign. <laughs> it is when yes, take you've and you've talked about taking me time, like time
1: for yourself and, and focusing happened. on what matters. And yeah, I have to say, like honestly, the holidays were awesome. I didn't, I didn't really like. Like I didn't really hit up social media much. I've been spending way more time with family and friends. I had my um, my annual um, uh, vision board party at my house a, a few days ago, and it was really nice. It was just like maybe like mm, ten or twelve of us and sitting around the floor in the dining room table. I'd ordered some food, and my sister Carol, brought her two kids, Roman and Amelia, and they played, and it just was. Like such a nice time and and you know what I liked about it? Not one Instagram post or or story or which is nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't have opposed if someone wanted to post something. But we were so engaged with each other that like that didn't happen. And I and I took pictures just to keep for remembrance. And so it was just really nice. It's been really nice. Like I said, I don't I'm not opposed to social media. I think it's a great tool and I think it also can be a lot of fun. Um, but it's been nice, you know, not to have the pressure of like having to post because I have a team that we schedule out like what posts need to go as far as like educating you guys on, um, in bite-sized financial education. So that happens But as far as like showing like every detail of my life, um, I haven't been doing that. And like I said, I, I don't miss it. And you never know, I might get back to it. It's just at this moment in time, it's just been great to live in, in real um time and but one thing i do like is that with the podcast this is where i do get to kind of share all that's happening and so i feel like you know this is this is the space where i kind of like let my hair down and say say all the things and and share all the things that are happening so you know you guys are an awesome audience thank you for riding with us it's so crazy when we started four and a half years ago neither one of us was married nobody had a baby Mm -mm. we're like growing up on this podcast we were just sleeping good
0: and looking for under- having social lives.
1: We <laughs> were pack panties back then. You
0: were like, "Girl, <laughs> pack panties." Oh God, you know, look at you with your fancy third love bra I now.
1: No, we, we are just growing up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> come on. I know it's every single. You know, this is a real archive of our lives. It'll be fun. I don't know if we'll ever want to listen to old shows. People say they're listening to old shows all the time, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> exciting let me know I hope it's not that
1: bad I know, because I'm just, <laughs> some of the stuff I say I remember you know, I can't believe it, I didn't think about it first of you all like, you me, don't
0: remember you, anything you say, I
1: stop don't. I
0: never say <laughs> let me stop that lie before it
1: gets worse. <laughs> I don't I'm always like wait I said that oh um, no I did there's just so many like yeah aha moments like um just like ups and downs and in-betweens and I remember like one year in particular I was like at my most stressed and, and I remember like listening back to some of those episodes like wow this is a really rough really rough year for you in business and then other months and years you know super upbeat. So it's just it is truly like a diary kind of like of our lives and I love that we we share openly about what's happening. So I love you Mandra. I
0: love you too, Tiff. Love you guys. Just love love. love. <laughs> until next week. Yeah. until next week. If you know any good podcast editors, I might regret saying this, but Hit us up. You know how to find us. Podcast at gmail.com. It's probably the best way to send me any referrals. Legit services only. Please. Um, We need someone super professional who can turn around a show really quickly. Because, you know, we like to record on the edge. Like, we're recording tonight. We're posting tomorrow, you guys. So, give you guys the freshest content possible. So, if you know anyone good, um, feel free to refer them over and have them hit us up at our email address. Yes. Awesome